Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello! I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. Today we are going to... This will be a short one. We're going to continue our series of top tens, going position by position. We already did quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Got some good f- feedback on you guys on the wide receiver, and I thought that was a really difficult one. Um, today is tight end, and I think tight end's pretty easy, to be honest with you. I mean, it, there wasn't a whole lot of hard decisions with my tight end rankings here. I think it's pretty, not cut and dry, but I think it's um, you know pretty well laid out of who's where in that department. Um, we are brought to you by ZipRecruiter. I, I will tell you more about them in a moment or two here. Um, the just miss group of my tight end ranks are Zach Ertz, Antonio Gates. That might be a little generous for Gates. You know, it might be a lifetime achievement award. Kyle Rudolph, who really isn't that good a blocker and really isn't that dynamic. I mean, I know he puts up numbers here and there, but that, a lot of that to me was because their offense was just so conservative and dink and dunk and that favored him. I think he's a very average player. Um, and Eric Ebron, who I think is a little bit underrated. I mean, I think a lot of people get on Ebron because he wasn't the savior for your fantasy team. But he's still a really good receiver. Doesn't really even pretend to be a blocker. But he's a, a athletic guy um, who I think kind of gets a little bit of a bum rap. That, that He's a, a difference maker, in my opinion. Um, once a massive dif- difference maker. And now... I think he's creeping towards being an average player is Jason Witten. I mean, clearly a Hall of Famer. Um, came in the league, was not much of a blocker, has very much developed in that area. Very smart, tough, route runner, dependable, reliable. I mean, all the things, everyone knows who Jason Witten is at this point. He's just not a difference maker to me anymore. And it kind of shocks me that Dallas... Didn't do more at this position. You know, they didn't draft the heir apparent to learn from him. I know they just bumped up his contract, extended it for two more years, but that was more for cap reasons than saying, boy, we love you for the next couple of years. It wouldn't surprise me at all if this is his last season of a great career. But still, I mean, Dak Prescott's best friend, along with Cole Beasley, um, really has made Dak's life a lot easier, I think, and Romo's life over the years very much easier. So Witten's still a quality player, just ain't what he used to be. You know, I mean, no one expects him to be at this stage of the game. I have Hunter Henry at nine, and maybe this is looking forward a little bit, but I expect him to have a big year. Maybe his numbers don't jump off the charts because San Diego has so many people, you know, so many receivers at this point. I mean, like for fantasy reasons, I don't know who you take in San Diego because I think they're going to spread the ball around a lot. With the exception of Rivers, I think Rivers is going to have a big year. But I think Hunter Henry's a fine young tight end and probably will end up top five or so on this list before long. Although, you know, the, the, the rookie class could influence that a lot too. I mean, there's an influx of these three really good tight ends that all went high in the draft, all first-round picks. I didn't include them, of course. Rookies don't make the cut on these lists. But I think Hunter Henry is a do-it-all 
probably better athlete than you think. Bit of a field stretcher, good after the catch, good receiver, good hands, good routes. I think Henry's uh, going to end up being you know a, a, a several-time Pro Bowl-type tight end. And this should be the year we start to really, really see that. Uh, Martellus Bennett has changed teams a lot lately. Apparently has kind of an odd personality. But he is big, and he is a difference maker, and he can stretch the field. He can detach from the formation. You'll see in Green Bay, I think you'll see a lot of three-by-one sets with three receivers to one side and Bennett to the opposite side from a detached position. They used to do that with Finley a lot. You saw some of that from Cook. And Cook could have probably been on the just-missed type of list here too. Um, But I think Bennett is a high-quality player, a good blocker, very good size, moves well. I thought he played hurt a, a large percentage of last year and gutted through that. And I kind of feel a little robbed that we didn't get to see Bennett and Gronk really both at their healthiest, at their best on the field together. But I think Green Bay is a really nice home for him. Um, I mentioned our buddies over at ZipRecruiter. So I want to tell you a little bit about them. If whether you, which whether it's football, basketball, or baseball, or hockey, Penn's game two tonight, baby, is your sport of choice. You know the key to winning is a strong roster, uh, and great coaches know that having the right players come from scouting in all the right places. Finding great talent for your business isn't any different. It's like building a great team, but. That's what ZipRecruiter can do for you. You can find all the best candidates by posting your job on just one site. You need to post all on all of the top sites, and now you can with ZipRecruiter. So they do that for you. You only have to do it once, and they post your job on all you know your job opening on all the right sites for you. At ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job up to 100 plus job sites with one click, and then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your position. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. That makes things a lot easier. In fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. There's no juggling emails or calls to your office. You simply screen, rate, manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes nationwide. And right now, all of you guys can start forming their own winning team on ZipRecruiter for free. So you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L, all caps, and L-O-N-F-L. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L. And try it today for free. So it's great stuff. At ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-N-F-L. All right, I gave you my just missed list, and we went Witten Henry Bennett as the Nine, or 10, 9, 8, respectively. I got Delaney Walker at 7. Um, another high-quality player. Good blocker. Do you remember when he was a Niner? I mean, he was considered a blocking tight end, and he returned kicks. I mean, he is a much better athlete than the typical tight end and was kind of blocked there by Vernon Davis. And then he came to Tennessee and really became a number one guy and has been the focal point of that passing game the last couple of years. Maybe he's declining a little, but he can still really run. I mean, again, this guy was a kick returner, a special teams ace. You don't see tight ends returning kicks too often. Um, can really run down the seam. Um, good blocker. Again, dependable. Much more reliable than he was early in his career, too. Delaney Walker's, you know, the seventh best tight end. He's a really good player. Jordan Reed at six. 
And here's where I got a little hairy. I think you could bump him all the way up to four. I have Eifert at four, Jimmy Graham at five, Reed at six. And I held durability against Reed a little bit. And again, he doesn't even resemble a blocker. But boy, is he a good receiver. I mean, he's, you know, a wide receiver, movable chess piece all over the field. Great route runner. Exceptional after the catch. More finesse than power, but highly competitive with the ball in his hands. I mean, he beats safeties. He beats linebackers. They'll match him up on corners. You know, he really presents problems with, what are we going to call him if we're a defense? I mean, should we really just call him, don't even uh, call him a tight end at all and just call him a flat-out wide receiver and maybe even put our best corner on him? I mean, he, he presents those kind of issues for you as a defense of, Boy, he is just difficult to account for. And then they're going to line him up all over. If you're if you're putting a corner on him, then he's going to line up in like an H position or in the backfield. So he's really difficult to defend. And you know, he's the straw that serves the drink in that, that, that Redskins passing attack. Again, I, I dinged him a little bit just because of health and very little as a blocker. But he could be four. I mean, you could put him ahead of Graham or Eifert. Big Jimmy Graham fan. Um, I worried, and probably his best days were in New Orleans, but I worried that after that first year in Seattle or so that, man, this this isn't going to work out. He's not going to be anything close to what we thought he would be or you know, the Hall of Fame career pace, pace he was on in New Orleans. But he was really good last year, and I think he's going to remain really good and go up and get the football. Few like him in the history of the game. I mean, is it crazy for me to think if Jimmy Graham puts together two or three more years of high-quality Pro Bowl-like play that he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, if it wasn't for Gronk, I mean, he would be the one we talk about as the best tight end of this generation. Um, His numbers with New Orleans are crazy. I mean, are crazy good. Um, I have Eifert at four, and I just told you how I dinged Jordan Reed for durability. So maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. Um he has not been on the field hardly at all the past, you know, one one out of three years, basically. But he's massively productive when he's on the field. And I think he's a more of a two-way tight end than a Reed or even a Graham. Decent blocker, not great. Um, but he can stretch the field. He scores touchdowns in bunches. I'm a big fan. Um, and maybe I'm a little bit too big a fan. I mean, maybe he should be six. Maybe Reed should be four, Jimmy five. I mean, but man, I, I don't want to... I don't want to have to guard Tyler Eifert. I don't want to have to account for Tyler Eifert. I think that offense is much, much better when he's in there and they need him to stay healthy. I'm sure you figured out who the top three are. I got Olsen at three. He's another guy. I mean, he's kind of like the Jason Witten where just unbelievably consistent and productive and reliable year after year and how much Cam relies on him is amazing and is developed as a blocker through his career. Um, I read a stat, and I think it was from Pro Football Focus, but I don't want to quote them exactly. But it, it's funny because I think I've told this to you before that the the tight the peak age of tight end effectiveness is like 29 years old. I mean, it takes tight ends a long time to get accustomed to this league and reach their best. And you know, a guy like Olson's a good example. He's been good every year, but you know, kind of peaked at that 29-ish age, and it's just still really, really good. And Witten's like that too. And um, Again, I mean, Olsen, I think he's got three straight years of 1,000 yards, and he might be the first tight end to ever do that from what I understand. I just heard that somewhere too. 
Um, not a huge field stretcher, but man, I mean, he's good after the catch too. Um, Travis Kelsey is two. This dude's a badass. I mean, he is great after the catch. If Gronk had never existed, we'd look at Kelsey and be like, what is this? You know, that he is big, he's nasty, he plays with an edge, he can get downfield, he shrugs off tacklers, certainly is developed as a route runner, as a, uh, as a blocker, he's a move guy, you can put all over the field. Who do you put on Travis Kelsey? You know, I mean, do you, you basically have to bracket him with a safety and a linebacker. There aren't many defensive players in this league that you would feel comfortable one-on-one in any area of the field against Travis Kelsey. I mean, just think off the top of your head. I mean, he would eat up Cam Chancellor. You know, I mean, like, a guy like Keekley might hang with him. But there's not many safeties, linebackers, corners that you want running alone with Kelsey. And he is a badass. The biggest badass of them all is Gronk. And Gronk is still one. I know there's only one negative with the guy, and it's just he's not in the field as much as you'd like. Um... I have all respect in the world for Tony Gonzalez, but I think Gronkowski is clearly the best tight end that's ever lived. The production is insane. The blocking is very good. He's got a good head for the game. He's incredibly competitive. He's played through injury. There's no one in the league you want to match up against Gronk one-on-one. They move him all over the formation. Sure, he helps as Brady, but it sure helps when Brady has Gronk. This offense is going to be unbelievable this year, and he's a major, major reason why. Total superstar. I mean, just go look at his numbers and his red zone production and his touchdown production. It's unbelievable. I mean, there's nobody like him, and he's huge. So Gronk's easily number one uh, and probably will be all time. All right, that's a wrap. Over and out. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.